We are in a different phase of life. This is not the doom and gloom time. Like this no. is this is like this is the time for us to be new again. Yes. It is like we have just opened a brand new book and there's nothing written in it and we get yeah. to decide how we're going to do this next phase. I I just feel like there's so much freedom behind that. Midlife ladies. This is the Dear Midlife Podcast. Unapologetic girl talk that will help you remember who you are and figure out who in the hell you want to become. I'm Shelby Bybee, karaoke party queen, single mom, and an extrovert to a fault. And I'm Trinity Greenfield, a wild-haired woman full of sass, sparkle, and a heavy dose of black girl magic. So grab a glass and let's dive into the messy middle. So I don't know about you, Trinity, but for my entire life, mm-hmm. I have been taught to eat less and do more mm-hmm. if you want to stay fit and lose weight. And I'm going to say right now out loud, I have taken that shit to heart. <laughs> Girl. Uh, like, you've taken it beyond to heart, yeah. right? I, I have seen your, um, should I call it extreme discipline? Yeah. In yeah. action, borderline like <laughs> manic, crazy about it. Yeah. That is um, not inaccurate, inaccurate, <laughs> not inaccurate, I think is the proper And word. you ain't telling no lies, girl. You speak the <laughs> truth. <laughs> Oh, but you know what is so frustrating lately? Hmm. Um, you know, that used to work for me and it just doesn't anymore. And I feel like everything and I mean everything, um, my boobs, (laughs) my metabolism, (laughs) everything is dragging these days. And you know, the funny thing is I feel like I'm fucking starving all the time. Right. Look, uh, I love to eat and you know how much I love mm-hmm. food. I am such a foodie and I just started working out over the past, I don't know, year plus because I decided that I I needed to prioritize myself. Yeah. And I, I really love what our guest today, Sarah Thomas says about stepping into this chapter in your life and looking at the years ahead as a clean mm-hmm. slate. Yeah. So we have this new opportunity, ladies, in midlife to live our very best years. And Sarah is going to convince us today that we can actually enjoy life, that we can feast. Yes, I said feast, honey, on foods <laughs> we love while also maintaining a healthy body weight. That's right. Sarah is the founder of Burn Fat and Feast. Mm-hmm. which is an elite comprehensive wellness lifestyle, ladies, for women across the globe. She is a personal trainer. She's a fitness instructor and a nutrition coach for women who are 30 plus and ready to live a healthy and strong lifestyle. For more than 22 years, Sarah has been teaching women how to balance their hormones and metabolism through proper nutrition through mindset training and quick and effective fitness workouts so that they can take back control 
of their health and finally feel their best. Absolutely. And you know, Sarah herself, she's a 45 year old personal trainer, right? So she's in the zone with us. Yeah. And she's, she's a fitness instructor, a nutrition coach, a business me- mentor, she, along with just doing life, normal life. She's, yeah, she's a wife. Right. She's a mom of three. And she's, she's a BFF for women who feel stuck, who feel frustrated with weight loss and with their overall well-being. Burn Fat and Feast, it provides a proven step-by-step system that educates, that empowers women to finally shed and get rid of that excess weight to increase their metabolism, to stop this damn yo-yo of a diet Mm. once and for all. And at Burn Fat and Feast, they teach women to live life to the fullest by focusing on what matters. And that is progress. Every little step of progress over perfection. It's about the journey. Yes, I love that. And Sarah's your girl. If you want results, without feeling deprived or getting stuck at that plateau, which is I've been at this plateau for like years now. She's been featured in TV and magazine publications such as Nashville's Talk of the Town, Franklin Lifestyle, The Tennessean, Nashville Voyager, as well as has appeared on multitude of podcasts and has been a keynote speaker for national wellness and educational conferences across the country. So look, here's my question. Here's my question. Are you ready to turn Mm. the page in this next chapter? Are you ready to turn the page in this next chapter of your life? I love it. You've got an empty page before you, girl. And guess who gets to write what's on it? You do. You do. Mm -hmm. You get to write your own story. How are you going to choose to live your life through these midlife years? Yeah. If you want to live a healthy and vibrant life, you can do that. You can do that. Tune into what Sarah is having to say. Tune into our Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram. You're you're not going to want to miss out on a single thing because starting next week, we're going to make some announcements about some new ways that we can come together, some new offerings that we have for you so that together we can all start moving forward and living our best lives. We cannot wait to share it with you. We cannot wait to introduce you to these exciting new tools that are going to help you lean in, lean in Mm. here in the middle with excitement, joy, and fire. It is going to be so good. I love it. And now let's hear what our BFF Sarah has to say. Fantastic. Sarah, thank you for being here. Thank you so very much for having me. Hi, Sarah. We are so excited. This well, is like some good stuff that we're going to talk about. Like the, this is something I super bad need as I am thinking about this next chapter of my life. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, Shelby. And actually, yeah, I, I am. Know well, you, you know but... that I'm always passionate about my health and my fitness. Yeah. I'm a little bit obsessive about it. <laughs> little, I won't oh. say over passionate. You're inspiringly passionate. Inspiringly you. passionate. <laughs> That's what I would say about you. 
Needless to say, Sarah, this topic is in our focus right now as we are smack in the middle of midlife. Yeah. So you're the yeah. founder of Burn Fat and Feast. I and like the last part, Feast. You don't hear these two things in the same sentence at the same time. So my question is, tell us how we can do this, Sarah. <laughs> how we're dying feast. to know. Right, right. Well, there's there's a lot of pieces to it. It's it's definitely multifaceted. Um, the interesting thing about the name is uh, I started actually doing this myself for for my personal self mm-hmm. years ago because I was I was the I was the woman that comes to me now. I was stuck. I was frustrated. Oh. I was mid thirties. I was a fitness instructor and a personal trainer and a nutrition specialist and had all the things. Right, I knew I had the knowledge, um, which is what a lot of women say when they come to us. Like, oh, we've heard it all. A thousand right, I know times. what I'm supposed to do. Right. right. I mean, we all, we all have said that. And and I think we can, in our head, talk to ourselves like, well, okay, I know what I'm supposed to do. And, but what we, what we have on our head and what we have been told for so long is that we should restrict, 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 yeah. restrict. Here's mm-hmm. what I should not eat. Here's what I should mm-hmm. do more of. And then we find ourselves right back where we started because mm-hmm. restricting is not fun. And it no. mentally, it's not a place that our brain wants to stay either. Yeah. And so the the background of of the name of burn fat and feast started when i started to do things differently for me i was over the do more eat less philosophy mm-hmm. it wasn't working i wasn't feeling good and so i started doing that i started eating more which meant i was burning more fat which sounds mm. so crazy in our head yeah. i know but that's what i started doing and then and, and the feast part just came because I'm like, I'm, I'm eating more. I'm, I'm actually, I feel like I am finally able to eat what I want to eat. Uh, and so it just organically came and everybody mentions the, the BFF part, which again, so cute. it just, it just happened. It just, it just happened. It wasn't like a cool marketing technique or anything. It was just what happened with the business. Yeah. So, so yeah. ladies, you guys, uh, you can't see on video, but Sarah is sitting, first of all, in front of like the cutest background. And she has her logo in this cute turquoise color that says BFF. (laughs) And it just makes me so happy. Burn fat and feast. Like, Sarah, this can be our new BFF. We can burn fat and feast. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So tell us exactly then, how do we adopt this lifestyle change? Because I'm sure there's more to it than just, eat more and burn more fat. So, (laughs) you know, I'm sure there's something else that goes along with this protocol. So help us understand the, the approach a little bit more and what this lifestyle looks like. Yeah, exactly. It's a little bit more, I wouldn't say complex because I don't want anybody to feel like it's, it's complicated because we lay everything out step-by-step obviously for our clients, but the eat more part I think it's really important to understand that what, you know, as I think you guys are about my age, mm-hmm. I'm later 40s. So we're mm-hmm. going to say I'm, around I'm older 50s. than you. Yeah. Around the same mama. age, right? <laughs> later in life, right? Yeah. Um, so, but my point is that we grew up knowing yeah. or, or hearing that we should eat less food because yeah. mathematically it made sense yeah. because, you know, the calories in versus calories out, you know, you just subtract that and then boom, you're in a calorie deficit and you should burn 
fat. You should lose the weight. Um, the reality here is that we are more complex. I always say we are not math equations. Like mm-hmm. you're not a math equation, Trinity, right? Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not that at all. You are a complex human being and a woman who has uh, hormones, has metabolism. You have, um, stress. Like there's so many things going mm-hmm. on that, incorporate into what we're eating, what we're not eating and how our body reacts to that. And so when we actually start eating more, our body is out of that fight or flight mode in that starvation mode Mm -hmm. that we're in. And it starts to release. It starts Mm -hmm. to release some of the extra that we don't want. We release some stress. We, yes, release fat in our body. We are able to sleep better because we're giving our body the fuel that it needs, not only Mm -hmm. to do what we need to do during the day, but to rest and repair at night. Mm -hmm. And so it is the most beautiful snowball effect ever when you start to eat more. And now is it, is there more to it than that? Yes. We talk about proteins, I can't carbohydrates, eat more and bar, bars from Cadbury, right? I, I mean, right. <laughs> you can incorporate some of that in. And again, we, we have, we have a feast day and in, in our, our lifestyle every single week you have a day. It's not a cheat. And, uh, that is probably like my biggest pet peeve is when people say it's cheap. No, 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 no. Right. It's part of what we do yeah. because it's a lifestyle and your lifestyle leads you to doing social things and, and food related items that that you want to do because we want to live our life. Right. Um, so it is a little bit more than just, you know, eat whatever you want. So we strategically teach our members how to incorporate proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, um, in and out of their day and their week. So some days we have higher carbohydrate days. Some days we have lower carbohydrate days and we always are prioritizing protein. Okay. And so I'm curious, like, are all proteins created equal? Like my son would eat a steak every day for lunch and for dinner if I would let him. And I'm like, no, you're supposed to have lean protein. So we need to be doing more chicken and you need to have salmon. And then me, I like, I'm not a vegetarian, but I like to play one on TV sometimes. And so then (laughs) I want to have my vegetarian days where I'm thinking about plant-based protein. So is it all created equal? um, And does it change the way that I can or cannot feast? Yeah, that's a great question. So all proteins are a little different. And so, you know, I think most people understand the difference between red meat, higher fat content Mm -hmm. and the protein versus like you were saying, a leaner meat, like chicken, chicken or something like that has a, as lower fat in it. So, and then if you look at a plant-based protein, it oftentimes has more fiber. Mm -hmm. The, the, so there's lots of differences here, but the biggest difference between an animal protein and a plant-based protein is animal proteins are complete proteins. They, they are, have all of the amino acids that our body needs. And so, um, I'm not here to knock like vegetarians or anything. I'm, I'm just giving you the facts of that animal-based proteins are complete proteins for our body. And so are plant-based proteins good. Yeah. They definitely serve their purpose and they, they, increase the fiber content, which we need in our diet as well. And so they're all different. Um, and what we do in burn fat and feast, as far as differentiating between the proteins on different days is that when we have a lower carbohydrate macro day, uh, meaning we're eating fewer carbohydrates, 
our proteins and our fats are higher. So those are the days where I'm incorporating red meat because I love red meat, number one. And, uh, and I can eat more fat on those days. And so when our carbohydrates are higher, our proteins and our fats are lower. So we're incorporating more of the lean proteins and maybe plant-based or whatever. Okay. Okay. So does this take like a lot of planning? So a girl like me, I'm a pure to the core, fly by the seat (laughs) of my pants, kind of a chick. (laughs) And like anything that requires me to like plan a week ahead, it's just something in my body Mm -hmm. says, no, that is not the life you want to live, ma'am. Absolutely. Yeah. How easy is something like this for people like me? Yeah, that's a great question too. So we, uh, we are here for the busy woman. Number one, Mm -hmm. um, we're here for the woman that doesn't want to plan all the things out. Of course we talk about, you know, the benefit of planning your day and your week, you know, there's all (laughs) kinds of benefits to the meal plan and prep and all that, but I'm a mom of three. I'm a business owner. Mm -hmm. I don't do all those things all the time. You know, on a perfect week, you feel amazing and you're like winning at life. Uh, But that's Mm -hmm. not the reality of how we live every single week. Uh, And so there's a learning curve as to kind of learning how to tweak those macronutrients, you know, what's going to work and what you like, right? So not everybody likes the same food. So what do you like to eat for lunch? What do you like to eat for dinner? What your family likes? And so there's a learning curve as far as like how to kind of move, maneuver it around. We give you so much educational training behind this. We also give our members a meal plan every single week every month, forever and ever and ever. And so it really simplifies things for our ladies, whether they use it to a T or not, it's there for them to just kind of help them think of ideas. Now, for somebody like you or somebody like me who um, during the day, I I don't want to think about what I'm going to eat for lunch. I just, I'm going to go in and grab whatever's there. Mm -hmm. I now know because I've done this for a while. I know, okay, if it's a low carb day, I'm going to go in and I'm going to grab like a a love rotisserie chicken because Mm. easy. It's in my fridge, (laughs) grab it. That's my protein, you know, add something else to it. Um, I know, you know, what what days I can go in and I grab that versus other days where I'm grabbing um, something that's, that's higher fat, whatever. So you can kind of learn, you know, the parameters of things that you like, which does not take long, but just, you know, just like anything else, there's, there's a bit of a newness and a learning curve to it. And then you kind of get into your routine. Mm, I love that. So one of the things that you mentioned in some of the literature that you shared with us were some non-negotiables that we need to prioritize as we hit this age and stage in midlife Mm -hmm. that might be unique to where we are in our lives right now. So help us understand what these priorities are and how we can incorporate them into this new lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. So, right. We are in a different phase of life. And I, I, I just want to start this part by saying this is not the doom and gloom time. Like this no. is, this is like, this is the time for us to be new again. Next it is, chapter it, baby level up. Is, I mean, right. It is like we have just opened a brand new book and there's nothing written in it. And we get to decide how we're going to do this next phase. I I just feel like there's so much freedom behind that. And Mm -hmm. and I hope that, and I know you guys preach this, like I hope that most women can see that this is not the time we're like, well, here we go. Right, right. You know, into this next chapter that we can 
really hit this chapter with excitement yeah. and and learn how to do things differently and walk a different path that maybe we weren't walking in the first half of our life that feels so much better inside and out to us. So there are a few things that we need to prioritize as, as we move into this next chapter. And the first one I will always say is protein, kind of piggybacking on the macros mm-hmm. that we're just talking about. Our body needs more protein as we get older because a few things are happening. And, and just to kind of make it super simple, our body's slowing down. Everything yeah. starts to slow down a little bit, right? And again, that's not a bad thing. We just have to learn how to do things a little differently so that we feel awesome in this season. And so protein is one of the things we need to add to our our diet, increasing the protein. We're losing muscle mass as we get older. So mm-hmm. protein helps us to continue to maintain, not not even build, but just maintain what we have as we walk through this season. It's also going to help um, balance out of our, our hormones a bit too, as we move into this next season. So protein is huge. Um, another one is sleep. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my nemesis, uh, right? my best friend. And so we, we should love sleep. Um, love it. I love it. So Trinity cute. loves it. Exactly. I'm like, I just can't get enough every night. I slept five hours and 22 minutes last night. I tracked my oh, sleep. Girl. Oh, that's no, that's no fun. We, but sleep is so important because it is the time that we're resetting. We're repairing everything and not just like physically muscles, but like our neuron connections and our brain, mm. like our mental health needs the sleep and the rest to repair everything also. And so, um, I don't know, I think that earlier in, and I'll just speak for myself here, but in my life, I saw lack of sleep as a badge of honor. Mm. I don't need to sleep. Preach, Preach, sister. Mm -hmm. Four hours is good for me. You might need eight, but I don't. Um, and it's just not true. We, we, we need more sleep. And, and again, everything's slowing down and we do go full circle, right. As we go older, right. So when we're infants, we need more sleep and we don't need as much as we get older. And now we're to the point where we do need to start prioritizing more sleep again in our day. Um, you know, hormones can affect how we're sleeping or lack thereof stress, you know, cortisol is one of our hormones. Like there's, there are lots of factors as to maybe why, why Shelby, you're not sleeping as good as you should be. Um, um, but, but that is one of the things that we need to start really prioritizing and seeing, even if maybe our nighttime or morning routines are things that we need to tweak along the way to help that out. Um, the other thing that we should be prioritizing is lifting heavy things all the uh-huh. time. Um, in our daily life, you know, just everyday life? Are you going to Costco? Are you, are you picking up the big box of all the things (laughs) like just physically and functionally? Um, but prioritizing uh, strength training in our week, at least three times a week. And uh, we'll go back to the muscle mass and the muscle synthesis here is that we do not age is not on our side as far as that goes. But if we continually to make that a priority as far as strength training or just add it in, mm-hmm. now is the time to do it. It helps balance everything right? and it increases your metabolism. Every single day, a woman says, my metabolism is just non-existent. Well, but it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Um, so lifting is part of that. Well, let's, let's double click on that for a moment, yeah. because I think that there are a lot of women that get to this stage and they start to they stop trusting their bodies. And so it becomes this, 
here's a heavy thing. Hey, honey, can you grab this and take this upstairs for me? Or can Mm -hmm. you just grab the box for me? Or they're not, you know, in a committed relationship with a gym and, or a workout routine. And, and so they're not building that muscle intentionally. And so they start to struggle mentally. I believe like, and I just, for my own self, I started to struggle mentally with what my capabilities were or were not in this lifting heavy things space. Mm-hmm. For example, I would get onto an airplane and instead of like me lifting up my own suitcase and putting it up, I would just stand there and look around helplessly like a damsel in distress. Is there anybody that would like to lift this for me? Damn it. I could have done it myself, mm-hmm. but there was something in my mind that was telling me I couldn't lift heavy things and I wasn't working out at all. And so is there anything that you any recommendations that you can give about this mindset thing and how do we continue to just lift heavy things in normal functional life, even if we're not working out at a gym? And if folks can't get into a gym because of cost or time, mm-hmm. are there things that they could do as little simple things in their daily life to continue to live in this, I can lift heavy things space? Okay. This, there's so much to unpack right now in Trinity. <laughs> so, okay, well, I'll start. And then I'll, you can, you can help me fill in the gaps here okay. with what you just said. I, I love this. All right. So when you're talking about not trusting yourself mentally there, yeah. that's, that's a com a little bit of a compound effect here, right? So part of that is practice. When we mm-hmm. practice something, we get more confident that we can actually do it. And I have two teenage daughters and I tell them all the time and they roll their eyes like every single day at me. But I always say what you believe and what you tell, what you tell yourself is what you believe. And that becomes mm-hmm. a reality. Mm-hmm. And so if you're constantly telling yourself, you can't, you won't, whatever, then then you can't, you won't. Yeah, That is your reality. And that becomes who you are. And so by practicing, telling yourself, talking nicely to yourself on a regular basis and telling yourself, I mean, that's 20 pounds. I can do that. You will, you get there confidence wise. And so um, I immediately thought of that when you were talking about uh, your luggage, like in an airplane, yeah. that's a whole nother level because not only do you need to have that confidence of I've practiced this. And so I know I can do it. Now you're in public. Yeah. And I want to drop it on dude's mm-hmm. head that's sitting right here. Cause I've almost done that a few times. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and now it's like, okay, I don't know if I'm confident. And now all these people are looking at me and I feel this can't... line behind me, like lady, get out of the aisle. Exactly. And so there's, there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of, of that piece as well. And so it's not even just like physically, can I do this? But, oh my gosh, now I'm fearful because people are, are looking at me. So, you know, practicing just in your everyday life, doing things that like, well, I'm not really sure if I can lift this or not. Mm. Um, I, I mentioned Costco and I have loaded those big boxes before so heavy that I looked in the basket because you, you know, get it up out of the basket right. and yes. into the car. I've looked at that and thought, Hmm. Well, this will be a test. I'm not sure. <laughs> but but yeah. testing it out in those opportunities. Uh, you know, in a parking lot and costume, nobody's looking at you. They're worried about what they're doing and off to the next They're trying thing. to find so, a parking spot. They're like, are uh-huh, you leaving? Exactly. Are you leaving, ma'am? Because I want to pull into your spot. Uh-huh. Can I have your spot? <laughs> so practicing those times where you're where you're not sure. 
I'm not sure if I can do this and, and giving that a go, you'll create more confidence behind that. But as far as the just physical part of working out and starting the process of strength training, you know, and I said, lift heavy things. And I think that can be a, um, a hard, a hard thing for women to hear who aren't working out like, Ooh, yeah. I don't even lift weights and she's that heavy. Um, right. just using your body weight to start is, is utilizing the muscle mass that you have. So you can create strength within yourself and know yeah. what your body is capable of. Women yeah. say all the time to me, I can't do a push up on my toes. Well, I can't do a push up on my damn knees. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm working my way there, but right. But how, how long have you been practicing it? Exactly. And, but, and can you, can you, or can you not, or are you just not sure? Because I, I do there's find a head held in my head or if there's a piece of cheesecake <laughs> right. on the mm-hmm. floor, I probably, then it changes. <laughs> then it changes. And, and this reminds me of like the difference, because I think the word strength training to us on naturally athletic people, um, the word strength training can feel a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a difference or I'm curious. And let me ask you, is there a difference between strength training and functional training mm-hmm. and, and how those interplay um, in life? And I, I feel like they kind of, the difference can turn a light bulb on. Yeah. So that, yeah. So strength training and I kind of, I'll kind of bucket it into, you know, what most women think who aren't, you know, women going to the gym and, and lifting mm-hmm. things regularly are seeing strength training as bodybuilding. Yep, right. Yep. And that kind of bucket it there versus the functional training. Um, what I coach for our women is functional training because I, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? I don't want to lift a, I don't want to lift a barbell, but I sure as hell want to lift, you know, my grandkids when they mm-hmm. finally come. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's a different category and that's not what we do. That's not our focus. Um, I think that's the younger generation mindset more than anything else is, is the bodybuilding. And so, but I say strength training interchangeably as we strength train, but we strength train functionally. But I think most women and where you're coming from is that they're seeing strength training as, oh, can I chest press two times 150 pounds? I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Can you describe what or, or define functional training for our ladies out there? Yes. So functional training would be what you're doing in the gym and how it's translating to everyday life and Mm -hmm. how you're lifting or working out in the gym is going to translate to how you're doing things in, in your life. So yesterday, just yesterday, I was filming a workout and I said, we were doing like a, we had a weight in our hand. We were doing a, like a squat and then taking the weight up, like up over our head, nice mm-hmm. and high. So low to high. And I said, pick it up from the floor and put it on the top shelf. What movement was that? That movement pick was Trinity trying to get her damn suitcase up over <laughs> exactly. the overhead compartment. That's exactly what that shit yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yes. And so every single thing that we do in the gym, I mean, can you say, oh, well, that's me picking up a suitcase? No, no. But we are incorporating and part of functional training is incorporating more than one muscle group at a time. Mm. And so, you know, when you're isolating a bicep curl, again, we we do bicep curls, but in real functional life, what are you doing when you're picking up that suitcase and putting it over your head? You're using 
your legs, you're using your biceps, your, your triceps, your shoulders, your chest, like you're using so many muscles and they all have to incorporate and engage at the same time. And so when we're doing functional training, we are incorporating multiple muscle groups at one time because that's real life. I love that. So here's the thing that I always struggle with is how do we develop habits around this? You used the word previously around lifestyle. Like this isn't just a diet. It's not a fad. It is part of your everyday life. And yet I think that, you know, especially in midlife to Trinity's points, you know, we're here and we've developed probably a lot of bad habits up until Mm -hmm. this point in life. And so with lifestyle shifts, what I've recognized is that those are hard to adopt and to shift our mindset. And I think about this example because I had a friend whose father was had severe diabetes and his doctor said, look, if you don't stop eating red meat, you will die. Mm-hmm. And that guy went out that day and bought 17 pounds of red meat. Oh my God. You know, because we have this, it, uh, it's, it's like an immunity to change. Mm-hmm. So what can we do to, I mean, I I hear what you're saying. We need to lift heavy things. We need to get in better practice and habits around these things. Better sleep, better eat, eating and diet and 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 lifting weights. But how do we get there? How do we shift our mindset to adopt these things? Yeah, great question. So one of the things that I would start with here is that we are social beings. Um, yeah. We were never meant to do things in isolation alone. And that's why so many people struggled when COVID was the thing and we were Mm -hmm. locked down because we were, we weren't meant, that's not how we were created. And so the support is huge. And that's one of the non-negotiables as well that I talk about when we're prioritizing things, you know, in our midlife and beyond is the support. Um, And not, not just like accountability, somebody, you know, tapping on your shoulder, but the support from other people so that you can bounce ideas off of them. So you can hear, learn and grow from other people around you is huge. And, and so that's, that's always where I say, okay, if you don't have that in place, no matter what you're doing or no matter what you're trying to change in your life, you need to find it. You need to find it. And it becomes way more important as we get older. Um, We need, and we need those neuron connections Mm -hmm. from other people socially and to have that support of somebody walking down the same path as you. We need our BFF. Yes. <laughs> you need your BFF, right? Exactly. Exactly. And, and so when you're trying to change other things in your life, you know, there's their limiting beliefs. Those are the things really that you're talking about is what you thought or what you told yourself for so many years is what you're believing. Like, kind of like I mentioned earlier. And so the self-talk is the one thing that we have to be in put in place for ourselves on a daily basis. And, you know, there's, there's no quick, you know, snap your fingers, you know, this is easy. Oh, got this. And this is why I dislike social media because it appears that way for so Mm -hmm. many things. Right. And especially in my space, like, oh my gosh, but what happened in the middle to get you there? Right. Right. That's what we're talking about. Um, we, we walk our, our members through a lot of this mindset, limiting beliefs part Mm -hmm. in the very, very beginning. And that's why we have three different phases of our program. And the first one's called heal because we're healing our body from the inside out. And the, a lot of that is mindset shift. Um, but the, the self-talk is huge. One of the biggest things that you can do 
to shift your self-talk from the negative, which is what we do, especially women to the positive self-talk is to simply write things down. Um, it can be gratitude. It can be a journal. I don't, I'm just not a journaler. I've never been a journaler. Me too. I mean, good grief. Mm. Uh, you talk to me all day long. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) So so if you're, if you're that person, I I get you. Okay, yes, you. I know Trinity is not a journaler either. Oh my gosh, so. I can't. I just, I, I've, I've tried and uh, it makes me all the feel books. weird to even think about it. My body's like mm-hmm. no, uncomfortable. Oh right, that's me too. And so, what I have found for people like us, Trinity, is that it's easier just to say, okay, just, just two things, just two things, right? Write two things down uh, that you can say nice about yourself or just gratitude in general for your day, because those positive things will start flooding your mind over and over and over again. But we have to remember that this self-talk has, we've been putting this in our brain for 40, 50 years, right? So this is not a week worth and then we're good. It is a constant reconnection. And I, I like to see this, this makes sense in my, my head here when we're talking about how we can rephrase what we're saying to ourselves is when you are uh, pulling weeds, like in your mulch bed, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a one and done. They come back. Those boogers come back and mm-hmm. you got to do it again. So it's the same thing here. Um, one of the other things that we talk about when we're talking about changing anything in, in our life is daily mantras. Mm-hmm. And those daily mantras are the things that you, that you are, that you want to be right. And you write them as you are that person at that time. Like I, I struggled for so long with that work life balance still do. Um, but for a while really, really struggled with just shutting it off as a yeah. business owner. And so for a long time, my mantra was I show up fully for my family every single day mm. because I felt like I, I wasn't, but that was my, I, I show up fully for my family. And now I feel like I'm that person. And so I, I, I have, y'all, I'm so old school. I have post-it notes Love it. Um, yes. that I use for all these types of things. And I have one right now in my bathroom with my current mantras because seeing it daily, saying it to yourself internally and writing things down, there's so much research behind all of that as to how you can change what you're doing and create new habits or new beliefs about yourself. And then the last thing I would say about that is just showing up like the person you're telling yourself you are. Mm -hmm. So people talk about quitting smoking, right? Uh, Well, I wish I could. Well, when I stop or no, do you show up as that person? So I am a person who wakes up and moves my body every day. That's Mm -hmm. the person I am, right? You show up like that person and you walk through your day like that person imperfectly. Imperfectly, which is perfect in and of itself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The most important piece of it is that you don't have to do it perfectly the very no. first time, right? And you probably won't. It takes time Ever. and to your <laughs> right. point, Sarah, practice, right? Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. funny, like I, how you're talking about the post-it notes, because I don't journal either, but damn it, I'll, I'll use a whole pack of post-it notes on some <laughs> stupid shit. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, find some cute post-it notes that match your decor that yeah. you can write one thing at a time and put them on the mirror as you do it. And make something cute. You start to see yourself 
you know, build your post-it note board of the things that are meaningful to you right. and you can grow that and develop it over time. Yeah. And whatever works for you. And I think in this season of our life, we, we know like, that's not for me. Yeah. This is for me, or I really want this to be for me. And then we can take those steps to, to, to be that person. Um, so yeah, you don't have to be a journaler to, to make any of this happen. You don't have to do post-it notes. You could put it on your phone. What, right. whatever works whatever for works. you, there's no wrong or right. Yeah. yeah. exactly. And, and know and I, who you're not. And it's okay to be yeah. realistic about that too. Mm-hmm. Like I know now that I'm not ever going to be quiet in public and that demure, <laughs> cute little lady. Like I know it's just not going to be me. And so I just accept this and we move forward into life. Like how can I embrace the things about me that are me yeah. and incorporate them into some of these new habits and things I want to build in this yeah. next chapter? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Build upon who you already are versus trying to push, push that down and push it away. Um, that's, that's very, very powerful. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because to that point, we are all individual and unique beings. So I'm imagining Mm -hmm. that what, you know, mixture of proteins and fats and carbs work for you might be different for me. Mm -hmm. And so I think one of the things that also weighs on women in midlife, right is this shift in our hormones Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I know I've been really struggling with that. And I felt some very serious effects of that. A couple of things that I've noticed are, you know, my emotions were like on a pendulum, you know, one minute I'm happy and the next minute I'm like crazy and, you know, losing my cool with my kids. And so, you know, I had to get, I chose the path of hormone replacement therapy and, Mm -hmm. you know, some small shifts in my diet have made that I think have balanced my hormones a little bit better, but I would love to know from your perspective, um, because one of the things I'm still struggling with is the belly fat, but Mm -hmm. I would love to hear some of your tips and tools because no women, we all are going through this in midlife is that hormonal shift. So how do we balance our hormones? What are some small things that we can do and get rid of some of these trouble areas like the belly fat? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, this is huge. And the belly fat is like the number one, right? Like, yeah, oh, got right. the belly fat. Oh no, here it comes. Why is that? Why <laughs> is that? Where does it come from? What's the cause? Well, lots, lots of things. There's there, you know, what, like I said before, yeah, multifaceted <laughs> here. Um, right. Our bodies slow down. And so the same things that we were eating before, we were not metabolizing as fast as we were. Um, and and you know. Each of us are different in how we metabolize different macronutrients. Macronutrients are proteins, carbs, and fats. And so how I metabolize fats is different maybe than how you do and, and how fast your body metabolizes that. And we can see that in different types of, uh, of bodies, right? Different body types. I have a friend who, you know, eat carb load all day long, every day. And, and my body doesn't metabolize it that fast. And I know that again, it's not a bad thing. It's just that we need to know how to work with our bodies. So we feel the best. And so, um, it is, it is multifaceted one. And, and I didn't touch on this earlier, but this is one of the non-negotiables and it goes straight into the same thing about balancing your hormones here is getting movement in throughout Mm -hmm. your day. Mm -hmm. Um, 
part of that belly fat is that we might not be eating things that are metabolizing correctly or the right percentage or number of proteins, et cetera. But the other thing is that we just need to continually move. Again, we were not created to be sitting all day long in front of a computer, in mm-hmm. our phone. That's not, we are still the same beings we were you know, a century ago, and we weren't created to do that. We were created to move most of the day. Mm. And we've forgotten so much of that. And we're just like, oh, I just don't know. And I just don't know why, you know, X, Y, and Z. But if we were so honest with ourselves and really look back, we would be like, okay, yeah, mm, could do more of that. Yeah, I need to be better in this area. And one of those is, I call it, and not I say I call it, not me. It's just what it's called is neat movement. It's your non-exercise activity. Thermosynthesis is what it's is, is name, uh, named, but it's basically the movement that you're doing aside from your workout. And so I always tell our members, yes, your workout is important. Yes. We bucket your workout as this is what I'm doing to be mentally and physically stronger and functional in my day. My neat movement, my non-exercise movement is what I'm doing to balance my uh, hormones and increase my metabolism for longevity. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so 10,000 steps a day, you know, you've heard whatever, there's no magic behind 10,000 steps. That's just a parameter in place where we're like, okay, yes, I moved today. That's Mm -hmm. showing me that I've moved enough today. It doesn't have to be that. Um, any type of movement, like just doing house chores is fine. I go for a walk every day because one of the other great things that we can do for our hormones is to be outside every single day. Uh, no matter what the weather is, I'm not a cold weather girl, um, Mm -hmm. even when it's cold outside, but about 10, 15 minutes a day, uh, not only for the vitamin D and our mental health, but what it's doing to regulate our bodies, again, reestablishing neuron connections and resetting those hormones, decreasing our cortisol level, which is our stress hormone. So there's so many things around, you know, getting outside as well. So that's what I do for my movement every single day. Um, as much as I possibly can to get that neat movement in. Um, but going back to other things that we can do for our hormones, the sleep is huge. I know, I know that's a struggle of yours. Um, is, is really that sleep is helping to, so let me kind of picture it this way for you. We are, we, our bodies run on circadian rhythms. And Mm -hmm. that basically means that our body uh, has different hormone levels throughout the day. And so for example, our cortisol, our stress hormone is lower later at night. It is highest in the morning and that's natural. That's what it's supposed to do. People are like, Oh no, no, it's high. No, no, no. It's supposed to, our hormones are supposed to fluctuate throughout the day. I think that's a big misconception that women are like, Oh no, they are supposed to be the same. They're not supposed to be the same. They're supposed to fluctuate. They're just not supposed to be on a roller coaster. Right. Think like rolling Hills. Yeah. Um, So the, so our, our cortisol is, you know, it changes just like other hormones do in our body, but, um, we should be focusing on that circadian rhythm. And so we're doing things that are in line with our circadian rhythm. So we should not be looking at our phone at night because that's disrupting our rhythm of our body. And so when we're struggling with sleep. That's one of the things like, it's not just like, Hey, don't, you know, be on social media. Like there's, there's a 
big reason for that. And so um, when you're talking about really looking at those hormones and other things that you can do, think about how our body was made. We weren't meant to eat dinner and then go to bed right away. Like our body needs to help digest it and whatever. And the easiest way to do that is to add some movement in mm. after we eat. And I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback on that. Cause that just kind of like triggered something in my head. There's a lot of research right now, going back to that neat movement of what we can do as we get older to help our metabolism and our food digest in our body again, because we're slowing things down as we get older. Uh One of the best things you can do is to go for a walk after you eat. Mm. It increases your metabolism and it helps you digest your food faster. And so it's funny. You always see like old people out there walking at night. And now I'm like, (laughs) oh shit, I'm one of those old people. Y'all, I have two teenage daughters and, and they call it the grandma sesh. (laughs) Mom, go out for your grandma sesh. They say that all the time. I'm like, call it what you want. (laughs) But you're like, look, but look at me. I'm fabulous. I mean, exactly. I don't care what you call it. This is, this is longevity. Well, I'm, my focus now is is longevity. And, and, you know, Trinity, you mentioned earlier, I'm going to pick up my grandkids. Amen to that. That's, that's my goal, right? I don't care if I can bench press more than you or not, who cares? I want to be able to sit in the floor and play with my grandkids. And then I want to be able to get up from the floor by myself (laughs) without help. Exactly. (laughs) Like yesterday, my girlfriend came over and she brought her dog. Dog is so damn cute. So a little trappy and he's jumping all around. And you know, so me, I squat all the way down to the ground. Like I'm all the way down there, but almost touching the ground and just, I'm snuggling and picking him. And then I was like, okay, can I stand up from here? And I like <laughs> mentally did this thing, self-check, mm-hmm. or am I going to have to like, hey, pull me up or hey, I'm going to push up. And I was like, well, let's give it a shot. And then I just stood up all the way from the ground without using my hands. It was like the most victorious <laughs> little moment for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't even explain it. And like, these are little mental games that I play with myself. I'll be on the yeah. couch. And then I'm like, okay, I need to get up. And normally my mental reaction is to use my hands and push myself up. And then I go, no, no, let's just do that without it. When I'm stepping out of the shower, let's not hold on to the things. When I'm going up the stairs, do I need to go slow? Do I need a handrail? No, I can actually run up the stairs. So run up the fucking stairs. Let's do this shit. Like this is how, these are the mental games that I play with myself and I need stickers or a gold star or something every time. (laughs) Unfortunately, there's no one giving me that. So got my own little gold star give it to yourself i'm I'm doing gold stars on my own over here do it do it (laughs) buy you a a physical pack and just yes sticker away all over your desk (laughs) yes i can put them up with my post-it notes that's right (laughs) exactly but yeah did y'all have sticker books when you're younger oh yes scratch and sniff i'm a sucker for a scratch and sniff y'all i'm getting (laughs) i might get some scratch and sniff stickers to give myself (laughs) i love this Yes. Your own internal motivation. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But I imagine that's part of it too, Sarah, right? Is that we have to celebrate those small wins and, you know, know that that's getting us to this lifestyle that we want to live and in the capabilities that we want to have. Right. Absolutely. So in our membership, we actually, and we're going back to like that community, that support, that, that, part of what we we do is we pull all of our, all of our members together in this community and um we 
talk about wins every week. We call them NSVs, non-scale mm. victories. Love that. Don't care what that number says. We're yeah. talking non-scale victories because like, let's, let's be honest. And when, when we have things in place, you know, I talked about a snowball, uh, I, I like to talk about a domino, like the first domino, right? Whatever the first domino is, everything else will fall in place. Yeah. And so fine, if you want to lose weight on the scale for whatever reason, but it's more about those NSVs, those non-scale victories, it's going to happen. Like yeah. it'll be a domino along the way. Um, but those non-scale victories, those, those small wins compound into bigger wins every single time. And our other motto is progress over perfection. And so, Amen yes, you do that. it in, imperfectly every single day because perfection's a myth. And it's stupid. I hate it. Uh, thank you. <laughs> stupid. It's stupid to even think that we can be perfect at any. Are you yeah. perfect in anything that you do? Is no. your hair perfect? Like what? No. Anything? Have you seen my ass though? It's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, celebrate awesome. that non-scale <laughs> victory, sister. Stand on up, girl. Stand on up. Exactly. <laughs> she got cakes on cakes on cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I love well, it. And that's that's the thing too. I love that that you find, you know, I'm sure, and I think you said this earlier, Sarah. Find those little things about yourself that you yeah. do love, right? And mm-hmm. embrace those and and um, you know write those down and really learn to love, you know, express gratitude for the pieces mm-hmm. of your body that you like. And, you know, know that you're working in, in your in progress and all the other things. Right. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. For me, it's my ass and my collarbones. That's yeah. it. That's what that's collarbones. Hey, <laughs> people yeah, tell you I all see the you time over there, but you ain't uh, got these collarbones though. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, oh, girl, they are nice. What? Are yeah, that's nice. what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. They are nice. I, I, I mean, it. I'm, yeah, I'm going to have to agree. <laughs> so, Whatever you know, works. speaking about celebrating and, you know, um, have, you know, focusing in on those things that we love about ourselves and, and having that support to be successful. You mentioned that you have a community. Tell us a little bit more about your community. And if our listener wanted to become part of that community, how she could find you. Yes. So the community is huge. And, you know, as a business owner and as a, the creator of this lifestyle, I always see like, oh, we've got this and we've got that. We've got all these great genres of workouts and the meal plan. And, you know, I've got all the content, all the amazing things. And, you know, every single time I ask one of our members, what is the best part of living this lifestyle? What is it? You know, what, and I'm expecting like, Oh, this, you know, this type of workout or this meal plan or whatever. They're like "Mm, the community every single time. And I'll be the first to say, I didn't create that community. I just don't feel like I can take credit for that because it's the women, it's the women that we attract that are inside. They create the awesomeness in there. They create the magic and they truly are the best of the best. And the only thing I can say about that. And the reason there is that we just attract really great women. You know, they're like-minded they're, Mm -hmm. uh, they're in the same season of life. They're supporting one another. It's not a competition. That's, you know, we're not about any of that. And so, um, 
It's, it's awesome. I've never been part of such an amazing supportive group of women before than this one. And we, we get together in person every year for an annual retreat and women who've never met met each other. And some of the, our members that I've never met in person before every single year we meet. Um, and some of us know each other, some don't whatever, you know, but it's just a hodgepodge of like, what's it going to be this year? Every year. It's amazing. No drama. Like it's just so refreshing, right. As a woman, just to see that and feel that. Um, but in, in our online community, it, they're, they're just, it's support. It is straight up support in there. Um, it's a place where you can share your daily wins. You can share your food for the day. You can talk about your struggles and every single time women are there to help support, lift you up, give you the tough love. Um, and it's, it's that extra piece of accountability as well and wellness that we all need. Mm-hmm. We also give our members a uh, a coach, a, a mentor, a coach when they start. And so that person is like they're they're like more individualized person that can help walk, hand hold them through the process, um, and and again hold them accountable as well. We we're just a no woman left behind kind of community. We don't want any woman to feel like they're out there by themselves. They're trying to figure things out because we've all been there, done that, and we. We don't have time for that. We don't have time. We just, we want to figure out how to do this and walk alongside other people that are doing it with us. And so um, we open registration to our lifestyle uh, about once every eight weeks or so. And so depending on the time of year, um, you know, registration will either be open or we'll have a wait list or we have a lot of freebies. So if you go to our website, burnfatandfeast.com, you can find freebies there. You can find more information about the program and then how to join as well. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, we can't wait to check it out, Sarah. And thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing all of your amazing tips and wisdom on living a healthier lifestyle in midlife because we need to turn that page, move on to the next chapter to be the best version of ourselves. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, Trinity. That was amazing. I loved our conversation with Sarah. And, you know, she really shifted my mindset about Mm. this, you know, do less or sorry, eat less, do more. Eat less. (laughs) Can I have the do less version? (laughs) Right, exactly. How do I get there? (laughs) Well, Sarah's told us because you know what? Again, we've been taught our whole life to eat less, uh, put ourselves in this caloric deficit and you'll lose weight. Yeah. But we, I love this what, phrase that Sarah used. We are not math equations, ladies. Mm-hmm. We are so much more complex. There are other things like hormones and metabolism and stress, and these all impact our ability to lose weight. Yes. And, and my favorite point, point number two here, is make it a feast today, not a cheat day. I love that. Like that feels like so abundant and glorious to me. Today is my feast day, not my cheat day. And you know what? You got to build that into your lifestyle if you want the shit to stick and to work. And you have to be able to engage socially with your people and enjoy life. And if you don't build in those feast days, you're always going to live in this perpetual state of deprivation. And damn it, girl, you're worth more. You're worth more. Feast, (laughs) Feast day. Exactly. And I don't know about you, but I get angry 
I get angry. Angry, angry. angry. <laughs> right. So number three, I love this because this is exactly where Trinity and I are right now in our life, which is that we feel like this phase in life is a brand new beginning. It's a blank slate for all of us. And you get to choose how you approach this new chapter in life and, and you know, what new steps that you want to take that will lead you down a different path, what different, uh, I don't know what I was trying to say there, how you want to approach life in a different way in order to live this more vibrant lifestyle that you crave. Yes. And and what what is our body craving? And point yeah. number four, what is our body wanting us to prioritize? It's protein. It's mm-hmm. protein. So look, y'all, we've talked about this before in other episodes, but our bodies need this protein as we get older. So stop. Stop depriving yeah. your sweet little body of the protein it needs. <laughs> You've got to start increasing that intake of protein in order to better maintain your muscle mass. And we do not want to lose our muscle mass as we face this session of life where everything is slowing down. Protein is going to help you keep it up, keep that muscle mass up. I know I need to. I I just today started tracking my like macros on my phone Yeah, and the protein already is like, ugh. I know. I need to get, I need to make protein my bitch. I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure out how. <laughs> Let's make that a t-shirt. Protein, you're my bitch. <laughs> we need to. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And you know, number five, this is also what I've been trying to do, which is prioritize strength training at least three times a week yeah. because adding muscle mass will support your metabolism, ladies. You continue to burn fat the more muscle you have, and that is what we need mm-hmm. to ensure that we're, you know, living our best life. And on top of that, if we can add a good night's sleep mm. and allow our bodies to rest and recover, I think we might just rule the world. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, you know, speaking of ruling the world, I mean, Again, this is a blank slate. This is our next chapter in life. And you get to choose how you're going to live it. And, you know, Trinity and I have been on this journey for a while. And we have struggled with feeling like we're stuck and feeling like we're lost and feeling like we we don't know who the how we are anymore. And it's time, ladies, to reclaim who you are as an individual, to figure out who, what is your voice and what do you want to say and how do you want to say it and to be heard and to be yourself and to live into your best life. And we've got some tools for you to do that. When are they coming? They, we are, they are coming. We cannot wait to share them with you, but guess what? You got to go find us. Yeah. You got to go find us on dearmidlife.com. Yep. You can join our Facebook group because we, our goal is to support you through this journey in life. And we want to be there. Um, Like Sarah, we want to be your BFFs Mm -hmm. and we want to help you on this journey so that you don't have to go it alone. Like none of us has to do this crazy time in life alone. Um, And we can live this life full of abundance, full of joy if we choose. So what will you choose? 
So what will you choose? Think about that. And then join us next week where we bring you some exciting news right here in the middle.